Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Welcome to the Scott and Paul's Random Podcast, uh, for reasons that I'll explain in a minute. Being recorded on a Monday at Paul's on the phone again. Yay! So, uh, as you say, at the time it's been recorded, Backlash was last night, I haven't watched it. Paul's seen the res- Paul, Paul knows the results, though, so, so we're not going to be talking about that, we might talk about it somewhat next week. So if you tune in to hear stuff about Backlash, you'll be in the wrong place. See, wrong place, <laughs> see? Uh, before we uh, get into it, uh, what you've been up to anything this week, Paul? How are you? How are you? Like to, I forgot to mention, ask that when I came in. I'm good. I'm good. Had a reasonably good week. Um, downloaded a lot of good music from Spotify. Cool. Couldn't find us on Spotify though. I was deeply upset. No, we're not on Spotify. We should be though. We should. We're not. Yeah, we're on. We're on our good platforms though. We are on very good platforms, but the more platforms we are on, the more people we reach, and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. The, the more likely the chances I'm going to get some merchandise from the people I'm constantly plugging. Yeah. He's got a big bottle of Eldorado right in front of him. It's just. Yeah, I, I got it plugged without even saying the words. You've done it. Yay. I knew, we were, I knew it was going to come up eventually. Okay. Okay, music did you download? Strangely, quite a lot of um, non-metal stuff for me. You know, a lot of Prodigy and Combi Christ and stuff like that. You know, lots of lots of stuff you could dance to. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Very heavy and dark, but you could still dance to it. I think yes, you can. <laughs> I've seen people dance to it, so it's good. Is that your main highlight of the week? Um. Oh, um, Stephen Gerrard becoming the manager of Rangers. I bet no one's seen that coming. Mm-hmm. I've seen that coming, and I, I, I'm still unsure if it's a reality or not. But hey ho, yeah. Only time will tell if it's a calamitous mistake or a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful four years. I honestly couldn't give a shit either way. To be honest, you should. Oh, because I said so. That's why. Actually, I think I need to hear shit because my brother and my dad are heavy into Rangers. So if it's good or if it's shit, tell still no hear hear the end of it. Yeah. There you go. What do you think? Wait, 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 wait. I'm into wrestling. I don't need to be into other sports. Well, I am. <laughs> and yeah, you don't need to be, but yeah, that's yeah. your decision. I assume it's not to be into sports. Wrestling, football, snooker. <laughs> yes. I'm weirdly more into snooker than I am um, football. Not that I would watch it or anything, but occasionally I like playing it if I'm offered to come out and play play it. Not as, not any good at Snooker's it. Snooker's a great thing to watch if you're really, really, really high. You've seen the one the Snooker player was in the, doing the virtual reality headset, so it feels like they're actually playing a game. And one of them instinctively, when he goes to a shot in the VR, 
goes to instinctively lean on the table, but but there's no table there. Because it's a, he thinks there's a table there and he just falls on his face. <laughs> well, when you're really, really, really stoned, mm-hmm. Snooker's fantastic. I think the thing I went to my grand is he was looking through the sword chance and for 10 minutes he sat there watching a game of balls being played. Like, this is not... Were you high? No, we were not. He's like, I was just going to see my granda. Oh, the, I wouldn't think granda was high. No, well, just we got out of the hospital, so not, God knows what they had him on in the hospital. So he could have been high. Could have. Could have just been bored. Like, cause I'm watching it. Like, I mean, I've, I've taken the piss out of darts, been telling how it's made a big show, even though it's just like a pub game, in my opinion. But just looking at it, like, this is bull. This is not something you watch on the telly. This is something the old jeans played in the green. <laughs> like, I'm a right to play bowls. Uh, I, I played a couple of games of bowls one time. And even after playing a couple of times, I still didn't, couldn't quite grasp what the point of this even was. Like, okay, my ball went further, slightly further than that one, but not as far as that one. Is this maybe fun? Am I am I winning? <laughs> what is this? See, like, that's the difference between that and snooker. Because with snooker, you can sit there, and high or not, or whatever, you can just sit there and be lulled into a sense of just numbing comfort watching snooker. I mean, look, and if you watch, if you watch it and you've got the color setting on your TV up just a little bit too high, the colors are so vivid. <laughs> you know, the big green bays and the and the pink and the blue and the and the yellow and such. And you're like, God, hit that one. Go on, hit that one. And then you, if you're really high, it hits it. And you go, Oh God, it hit that one. Zen. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh. To bring about to Dark for a second, I seen one time on the news they were on Sky News they were building up hyping up this guy his big retirement for the sport. Oh, he's a sixteen time world champion thing like oh, look at the guy Henry. Right, look at the guy. Not in the best shape, but also you don't need to be to play to be a darts player. Looking at him like you see a sixteen time world champion. Really it's, you're not as impressive as Ric Flair, are you? <laughs> Just looking at you and hearing the name or sixteen time world champion and then seeing somebody like you and then hearing that word and seeing a John Cena or a Ric Flair. It's like, I think I know who I'm more impressed by when I see the word 16 time checks. John Cena doesn't play snooker. It's darts I'm talking about, you twat. Oh. I'm going to say, like, you threw some darts at a board multiple times. Not as impressive as being a wrestling 16 time world champion. But now I feel, I feel like I'm sounding pure uppity. You are. And I don't mean to be, I'm just saying. This is just me. This is just an outside looking in perspective on most sports because I don't really. Get it. He doesn't mean to be uppity, but it is just Scott being uh, uppity. It's not just me. Yes. You see, I'm just not a sporty person, so it's hard for me to grasp sports and sports. Like, don't even get me started on trying to understand what the fuck the point cricket is in cricket. Oh, no one understands yeah. cricket. That's just boring. We've been talking six minutes here about useless about sports. Yeah, well, when you use up, you know, if I was some other time, we'd have talked to him in backdraft. <laughs> You haven't watched it. Why do you keep calling it Backdraft? What the hell is it again? Backlash. Backlash. Well, Backdraft, Backlash. Same. Or Back shit. or Backrash, as people kept calling it last year because Judd Mahal was in the main event. <laughs> uh, anyhow, how was your week? I was sick for most of the week. <laughs> Why? Because I was sick and I had a sore I woke up on the Wednesday with a sore throat. My, my nose was all bound up. I was in. 
don't don't infest me with. I, know, the, I feel, with I feel much better now. I'm feeling better now. I think I, could, I think there was something still caught my throat yesterday. So when I was on the phone to you, it still sounded like there was something wrong with me. And I'm like, hey, didn't you sound well. No, I was fine then. Uh, I'm fine now. I'm better than I was at the start. Oh, it's the last time when you phoned me, I was high. So. Although more when I come up here or I phone you, I'm expecting you to be higher up most of the time. That's a very truthful statement. It's <laughs> something like you're a bit arguing and just was like, nah, there's no point, is there? There's no point in arguing. Nah, he, he says as he opens the bottle. <laughs> I was going to say, you're sitting in front of me with a, bottle, with a half-drunk bottle of Eldorado. Well, in my defence, Brian drank most of that. I'm not saying, I didn't say you drank, I said the bottle, the bottle has, already, has already been half up by somebody. I'm not saying I'm incapable of drinking a bottle of alcohol. Oh, I never, I wasn't denying that you were incapable. capable, should I take the notion? <laughs> Scott can't drink this, you see. It's, it's disgusting. <sighs> oh no. <laughs> if you're done. I'm done. <laughs> Other than being not well, I was, I might say... Well enough to appear on eat, still appear on Eat Sleep Suplex Retreats, uh, King of the Ring ninety nine podcast on Wednesday. Was it fun? It was fun up until, well, when we came on to the Rock Undertaker match from that show for the title, uh, Quacky lit off a smoke machine that was under the desk, <laughs> which people which was a video on Eat uh, on their Twitter page. So you can, it's right. It was right under my leg. Was said to. <laughs> So it was me that really shot myself when I seen it. And you can faintly hear it on the podcast version because I move away from the microphone, but you can faintly hear me going, what the fuck? <laughs> and I tried to quickly apologise because I'm not allowed to swear on that because they're on at half five. They're all live starting at half five, so you're not allowed to swear. Mm. So I had to quickly apologise, but my defence, it was an instinct thing when I got a fright. And Cracker was just so proud of himself, he just couldn't stop like, pissing himself off. Mm-hmm. And then Stevie, the host, was uh, was laughing along, but he stopped laughing when the smoke started wafting and it started, and it started to stink a wee bit. <laughs> and then Steve tried to ask me a question, but the smoke was still near my my face, and I was probably choking on it, <laughs> like I am right now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He's been infested with my cigarette smoke. Ooh, secondhand smoking. Ooh. As I've said before, I know a lot of people. Who smoke and I've been out when they're smoking, so I've got a lot of second hand smoke. And yet, most people in my life who are smokers will probably outlive me. That's just that's just a cruel reality of it. It's like the guy, like the guy in Radnor, the doctor, is trying to get me quit drinking. He's constantly exercising. He's pure fitness and that. And suddenly, the guy just collapses. Yeah. Why you finna? It's pish. Yeah. <laughs> it's pish. Here's what I was. It seems like what I was saying is, in other words, don't be healthy, people. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, just enjoy yourself. I do that. I've, I, I'm, I'm not exactly a picture of health. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm a great picture of health. Well, if only you could be here to see the stupid look on his face. Come on, that couldn't be a spokesman. Come on, drink it. Come <laughs> You know you want to. Oh, what's their new slogan? It's God, drink it, drink it. You know you want to. Go on. Fuck this. Elder audio. Elder audio. Brought to you by peer pressure. Go on. Go on. It's the little, little, little picture of me in the TV sort of poking at you. Going. Go on. 
Drink it. <laughs> Go on now. There's somebody looking in the shop just over it. Somebody looking, going past the other road on the shop. You just poke them. I poke it up. Go on. Buy it. You know you want to. I'm shoving them into the shop. Go on. Buy it now. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> now fuck off. So yeah, I did that. Other than the smoke machine, make me really shite myself. But it's a good, uh, a good podcast. And I tell you, I went to a uh, Baramania the ICW yeah. show. Was it good? I tell you about it last week. All that one, yeah. Was it good? I, you don't remember anything I tell you, do you? I do. I'm I'm merely joshing you. Anyway, I'm probably when we go into the no. <laughs> Well, I gotta be on the next ICW show where uh, Ready Player One and at uh, the garage on May twentieth. And um, I don't know what other show I'm gonna be going to, but I do know we're already in a group chat with Ross and a bunch of other people to uh, go either the biggest show ICW do, which is Fear and Loathing, which is for the third year in a row at the Hydro. Uh-huh. It's weirdly it's now December second, where usually it's like usually the next Survivor season late November. So I don't know why it's been. Moved. I was gonna say my brother said that you no, know, because some of the guy, one or two of the guys in ICW, uh, who appear in ICW occasionally work with WWE as their UK division. Oh. He speculated maybe they need some of the people, Survivor Series weekend or uh, Takeover weekend, and uh, ICW want to use them, so they like, made an agreement with WWE. Too. Then again, I could be talking shite to be honest, but. But at least you're coming out with a theory. Yeah. Which is more than some people there. Yeah. Uh, but other than being no well and trying to still do, still do college work well, feeling like I was... I always feel like I'm dying when I'm no well. I'm not just, I was just no well. I'm always lying like I'm dying. Well, don't worry. Once, I will be honest with you. Once you had hung up the phone the other day, I did feel genuine concern for you. Thank you. You're a true friend. I was like, he doesn't sound right. I hope he's okay. And then I had another drink. <laughs> I hope he's okay. Oh well. <laughs> <Another drink. laughs> but at least you were in my thoughts for a, a brief moment. Yeah. For a few seconds. <laughs> but the time it took me to sit down again. Well, that's comforting. But anyway, and then I, was, I was like, oh, oh, I hope he's okay. Okay, pass that now. Thank you. I didn't realise how, how, how bad I still sounded, because I felt better than I had at the start of the week. Ah, oh, you sounded shit. Yeah, I thought, I didn't realise until you asked what I was my writing, I suddenly realised, I heard my voice, and I'm like, oh no, I'm fine. But, uh, and amongst all of that, I have something to make on this show, regarding this show, which I haven't told Paul about, I did tease on our Twitter page last night. Oh, damn, I wish I had Twitter. <laughs> so, Paul's going to find out about it at the same time you know about it. Well, some people kind of already know about it, but next week, I have already secured Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast's very first interview. Oh. Um, the interview is being conducted tomorrow and will be up, will be a part of next week's episode. Oh. And, uh, the more you know. Really, and it's a big one. Oh. It's a good one. We are going out tomorrow via Skype. I will be sitting down and chatting to former editor and publisher of Power Slam, Finn Martin. Ooh, mm-hmm. that is good news. Yeah, originally I was interviewing as part of a college course for interviewing skills, 
and uh, Millie Letcher Kate to uh, kind of use this for my podcast interview. And she said, as long as he's okay with it, and I message Finn, and he seems fine with it. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous about this because, well, he's a, he's a guy who's been interviewing people for years in the world of wrestling, and I'm now trying to interview him. Do not show your nerves, Scott. I'm trying not to. Think think of how much this will be good for our show. Yeah, because I knew because wrestling's a big part of this show, so for him to be our like our very first interviewee. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. If you were looking for the word. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, very first person that we talked to. I was going to say, like, I, I, I felt eventually we'd have to do, we were going to have to do the interviews, but I never never thought we'd get someone like Finn oh, Martin. Either. Yeah, because we started doing this, we did it, our first episode on Halloween, so we've been doing this, what, six months now? Well, I, I talked to our first interview. Yeah, so... Uh, I'll drink to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to uh, get to chat, chat with him, so... Hopefully, fingers crossed, I don't fuck it up. <laughs> Go well, and we will discuss it at length. This is an episode of episode Paul might actually listen back to. Fuck off. <laughs> no, no one needs to know how the breakfast is made. I know it's good. <laughs> Honestly, I listen. I don't listen to it, to the show back when I'm editing it. Other than that, I don't. At least it's one more time than you do. Well, fine. I will find some way to listen to our show and I will listen to it once and then I will in fact if I listen to one full edited episode that we post then I will in a sense have listened to more of the show than you because you only I've edited the show I know how it sounds yeah but you have not listened to it have you no they say like you have access to Facebook when I upload next week's episode with the interview as a part of it you can listen to it then I will listen to it and then you will stop giving me a hard time. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Honestly. I'm going to have to drink now. <laughs> See what you've gone and done, dude. Oh, excuse me. Who's fucking me? <laughs> let's give, let's well, excuse me. Let's make it, this went from, we got our very first interview. Huzzah to, fuck you. <laughs> We're a great team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, drink I, it. I'm sure if Finn actually ever listened to this show, he would not agree to be on this. Kind of, kind of like if Steven Gerrard had ever actually taken a good close look at our team, he wouldn't have agreed to sign for us. Like, maybe a select if he listened to a snippet of maybe one of our Mania reviews or something like that. He'd do. Maybe. But if he listened to this this conversation we've been having now. Well, this idiocy. Yes, this, the ramblings, if you will. <laughs> the ramblings, yes. Oh, look, a buttermint. Mmm. Yeah. Buttermints. Buttermints and gut rot wine. Yeah. I mean, but we're two minutes in, so I think I decided for the main bulk of this show, I thought we'd talk a bit more about wrestling music because I felt kind of rushed and we were kind of all over the place when we last talked about music, but more specifically, more like underrated wrestling theme songs that have been used throughout the many years. Let's, let's go straight to Raven's one. Which one? Because the one, everything. Is that the one you're using in ECW or WWE? WWE. Alright. One was done by LeBron Stereo Mod. Oh. Yeah. Well, like I said, the more you know. Yeah. 
Is that one of the songs you think of when you think like you know for that I think uh, underrated wrestling song? Is that one of the first ones you yeah you think of? But then again, I I I'm not gonna grace your ears with any of it, but I'm gonna say I have quite a few bands and artists in my selection that would quite easily fit any music from back when. Uh-huh. You know, like Cold Chamber, for example. Mm-hmm. I think they could have easily done some kind of music with a wrestling back then. Great band. Mm-hmm. I was on YouTube last night, I was going down a rabbit hole of uh, listening to old wrestling theme songs. Who did you listen to? Uh, like, you listen to one then, so I'm like, oh, so-and-so's themes are... Like, listen to the boss man's old theme song, his old hard times. You know, you know what I still say about the big boss man? When you think of you don't think cracking entrance music, but his entrance, old entrance song, yeah. was an absolute belt song. <laughs> an absolute belt song. Uh, you know, huh? Do you know what one used to used to always catch my ear? The Nasty Boys theme. I don't know that one. Oh, that was a good theme. Very generic sounding, you know, but it's good. One more of that type. Yeah, I quite like uh, the Demolition theme song. Which, yeah. which is apparently, I think apparently done by the same guy who did the Hogan theme song. I think I mentioned that before. Yeah. <laughs> same guy who did uh, Real American. The only funny thing is, even if you wanted to hate the Real American song, uh-huh. you can. It's impossible. Because anything you hear it, you immediately start bopping. I know, you usually hear that open and I say, damn. It's like, <laughs> Billy Cornish, you're like, uh, you're doing hand movements and uh, you're like, yeah. Well, even though, like, I'm not even American, but I'm like, well, comedia, yeah. By the, by the end of the song, you have ripped your shirt in twain and like, yeah. And then you realise you're a scrawny little weed as opposed to Hogan. Yep. <laughs> you're like, God, oh, no. You realise, oh shit, I like this shirt. <laughs> Have you done your good shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, talk about wrestling music. Oh no, let's talk about being idiots for sure. Gah! No, we are idiots, so we'll, we'll always come back to being idiots. Yeah. Aren't you lucky, people? Give yeah. them a straw. But these, these idiots secured an interview with Finn Mountain, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do recommend you listen to that, because I do have some interesting questions I want to ask them. I will listen to it. Yeah. I'll listen to it and then I'll message you on Facebook and I'll be like, guess what? I listened to it. Yeah, I mean, yes, uh, we'll get back to the theme songs in a minute. Once again, we're all over the place, but did you ever, like, read Personal when it was out? Because it was 94 it started, I believe. I believe I've read about three issues of it. All right. 
asking me to remember specifically which issues I had. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. I just know I had read it. I, I knew he, he did personal math, mostly gotten to know him now over the past few years, but he's worked with Inside the Ropes doing yeah. the Power Slam podcast. And... It was more, the reason I, I'd picked up Power Slam is because I was getting sick of all the very childish wrestling magazines and stuff, right. and thought, this looks like an actual serious sports magazine. Yeah, I think for the first year it still kept an era kayfabe, but by the late 90s it's, it went away from that, and yeah. like a non-kayfabe magazine. Yeah. She liked what I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty fourteen, July twenty fourteen was the last issue. And uh Fit Martin's not been the best like biggest John Cena fan. But uh he said at the time like he regretfully had to put Cena on the last issue on the cover of the last issue because Cena had won the title with my event just before he got killed by Lesnar at the following SummerSlam. Mm. But because uh, he'd won the title and at that time there wasn't really anything big in this news other than Cena winning the title. So he had. So he, if he didn't put them, Cena on the cover, then it would be just stupid because that was the biggest story at the time. Yeah. As much so, he had to kind of like as a, as a journalist had to put his professional, his personal opinion as somebody aside for the sake of the professional. Yeah, professionalism. Thing. Yeah. Professionalism of personal disgust. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll get. We'll, I'm sure we'll find a way to get around if we ever. If we somehow ever get to talk to Mojo Ali, I may have to keep in, keep together my disdain for him. Really hearted. Go, Mojo, before we start. Why are you an arsehole? He hates you. And I couldn't give two fucks about you, but anyhow, how you doing? <laughs> so, is your young man to be a child that's had too many smarties? If we ever got to interview a person of WWE caliber. Could, could you possibly finish? The fucking thing you've got in your mouth before you start talking on this one. Anyway, you're... if we ever get to interview a person of WWE caliber, uh-huh. I would like to interview Paul Ellering. Oh, yeah. That's who I'd like to interview. Your man is leaning on some milk. <laughs> I feel like, what is that? <laughs> milk? Yeah, I... Paul Ellering would have some. Stories to sell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, let's move on from the interviews. We're back to the main uh, topic of the show, which is underrated wrestling theme songs. Uh, are there any theme songs that a lot of people kind of have mentioned that to you that are like you've heard other people say, "Oh, this theme song shite," but you think like, "No, ah, I, I quite like you know, that." So. None that come in mind. A lot of people don't like Biker Dater, so they don't really talk about his theme songs that come with it, but I think out of all three scenes, I actually prefer the last one he had, which was the when I ran on the side singing ICW yeah, when I was a bit missed. You've turned it now. <laughs> I, like, I like these very first Biker. Oh, uh, the American Badass theme, the Kid Rock one. No, I think he had one before that, too. No, I think it was, no, it was the American Badass thing, it was Rowan, and then. Uh, no, he had some kind of generic thing, sounding like a biker sounding thing. No, no, I'm pretty, no, I'm pretty sure it was Barris, Rowan, and then uh, You're Gonna Pay, that was the name of the, the one I was singing. I don't think so. No, I'm pretty No, I know what it is. I'm pretty sure there was a fourth. No, there wasn't. There was. There fucking wasn't. There fucking was. What great debate they have on a show. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was. 
fucking wasn't. Was? I will, I will look it up after the show. We will see that there was fucking not. And then you'll look it up and you'll go, oh, damn, he was right. Well, I really want to look it up now, but I can't. I'm fucking recording. We'll move on from that, but... It wasn't. <laughs> anyway, underrated uh, team film. Dragon Pills version of the game. Oh yeah, it's a good one. You only ever use that the once, didn't you? Yeah. For uh, mainly uh, 18, we talked about. King, King of My World, it's oh, what I did. Okay, again, another one they only use once, like Jericho, he said in his book, he mentioned it like briefly in one of his books mm. that he liked it, but he just didn't think it suited him at that time. It's just seems I really liked it. Yeah. I think these were like only used because they had that, they released around this time that album, The Forcible Entry, and these were songs on that album. Yeah. So they had to at least use them on television once. Which is probably the same reason Saliva did their Get the Table song at Mania. Randy Orton's Legend Killer thing. Oh, the Burning My Light, that's the name of the song. I like that one. Hey! I like that era, Randy Orton. Yeah, that's when he had charisma. Nothing's gonna change what you've done to me. Or say, really, mm. uh, uh, oh Triple H. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Karma for eating buttermints during the show. I hurt my tooth. Ow. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like we mentioned, the they seem to be mentioning like they'll come around the same like era, era in time, like the early two thousands and that. What about virtual steam? I don't even know what virtual steam song is. I don't. I don't. I rarely think about virtual. Well, let me ask. There's one for you. Oh. Shawn Michaels theme music, right? Uh-huh. A sexy boy theme. Uh-huh. Original version of that, or a standard version of what? You mean the version he's used most his career? Yeah, it was the sensational Sherry one, or the Vincent Man version that no one ever heard. Well, that really poncy, soft. Music you had when you first went solo, if you recall that. No, but I'm saying apparently there is a version. I don't know if many people have heard it, but there's a version of uh, "Sexy Boy" recording sung by Vince McMahon. Why? I don't know. Cause Vince thinks he's a singer. I don't know. 
is not. Well, he knows that now. Yeah. He's barely a businessman. He's, he's not. He's also not a promoter of football, but that's not going to stop him from... Yeah. Anyway, to answer your question, the other version, not the sensational share version, the other version, why? Do you prefer the sensational share version? No, but you're talking about... um. Theme music, and I'm just referencing the fact that he did have two versions of that. Yeah. I think it's because he's used the other one for so long that nobody thinks of the other one, well, unless you were around, well, unless you like, around at the time and you remember hearing it. Like, you, I, I was trying to get around that without seeming like I was trying to call you old, which I wasn't. You've got to be old enough times for me to be able to take it by now. But for those other times, it was a joke. And two, I wasn't trying to call you old Nick, I was just trying to make a point. Oh! Oh no, later Toby, I just remembered something. I was making a point before you brought up the, the Michaels thing, but you you cut me off there. Sorry, but it's a very good point. I, but, in reference to you saying I don't watch things or blah blah blah, or listen to things. How you don't listen to me when you say, oh when did you mention that? I just talked about it for ten minutes earlier. I, wa- I watched your film. Oh, my film, The Wedding of a College. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. I watched it. Alright. I was not bad in that film. I was not bad at all. But see, I never said you were bad, but alright. No, but I've seen it, I was like, yeah, I'm not bad. Yeah. Like me, on the other hand. No, oh, your acting was fine. It wasn't as good as mine, but <laughs> it was okay. Well done. Yeah, we'll talk more, maybe talk more about that in a different episode. Okay. See, I, I appreciate you mentioning the film, but was that really what you had to interrupt this for? I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was a thing about music, but no. No, it was about your film. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, as I said, uh, we drink some Randy Orange and Jericho, the Triple H theme songs, and the Undertaker one. Mm-hmm. So they all came around that mid to early two thousands. Came, I think a lot of superstars who came in that era who had great. Great theme songs, but they weren't always attached to memorable people. Test. Like I said, good. Oh, I was actually talking about good theme songs. <laughs> Test is him mentioning his own name over and over again. Yeah. Early night. Very much an early nineties big cast. Except then cast got a better promo. Yeah. Seen Cass's promo with the Mets, that was good. Yeah. He came out and he's sitting up. Mm. Uh, just... I didn't know Cass had a suit. No, man, the one he did was Mezzy came out in the suit. Yeah, I know, but after <laughs> that, I didn't know Cass had a suit. Mm. I'm sure he's made enough movie that he can afford a suit. What the point? Once again, the big wrestler in a suit, the minute they put a suit on, they don't look quite right. Because they're big, because they had to get especially made suits. Well, you know, it's like, it's like Vince. When he's in that suit, you wouldn't know he was big and muscly. Uh, yeah. Was he like, at that time, early 2000s, even later on, to towards 2010 and that, where wrestlers would get in zones, but not necessarily more memorable themselves, so people don't remember their theme song being so good, or they remember their theme song more so than they remember the actual mm-hmm. guy. Like Alex Riley didn't exactly have the best single, best run down but he had an awesome theme song. Yeah, I like them. I, I, I forgot about it, but before you sleep, two players, they usually occasionally play like wrestling songs before the show officially yeah. start. 
And that song came on, I remember I was like, oh, you remember? It's like, dun, dun, dun. I had to my face. Who else did I like? Mr. Kennedy. Uh, his theme. Love uh, his theme. Reminded me a lot of the kid Joe. Uh, and just when his music would come on, then the mic would come down and do uh, the thing, and you're like, yeah, it's Mr. Kennedy. No, I think Tommy Alexander, he only was meant to win. He was in a four way for the US title shortly after the. Uh, he, he split for Miz, yeah. and uh, I think he's actually meant to win the title and have a short run with it. But he didn't. But he didn't. But I think he got in a bit of trouble. No, bad A, Ryan. Bad. <laughs> I don't think all of it was his fault, but I don't want to get into the whole backstage thing on this episode. I'll save it for another episode. You don't want, you don't want to be a little tattletale one. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing, uh, I think Evan Bourne had a better, had a really good theme song. Evan Bourne was cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, again, once again, Naughty Boy. Talking a bit, talking a bit too much of that. So, um, that, that makes him a Naughty Boy. He was airborne. I was going to say, not Simone in general, just constantly getting caught by the regime when the Willis policy was different, so that kind of thing. Yeah. Because I think apparently nowadays, I think, I think this is what I heard was on the tape from a different time, but you won't be like, suspended nowadays for something now, but you will be fined. Mm-hmm. Whereas back then when he was born, he could get suspended and unfortunately he got caught while he was one half of the tag team champions. And he got caught twice and then the second time when they unfortunately took the belts off them. Mm-hmm. So he kind of fucked over Kingston at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then he got caught when he was in Japan when he was one half, third of the six-man champions. And he got caught trying to sneak like, liquid cannabis or something like that in the country. And he got kind of fired by New Japan, banned for entering the country. So these tight use partners it was uh, Taguchi and Ricochet who's doing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, to generally drop the belts, get a new partner, and then win the belts back again. Mm. So, uh, briefly, Warren or Matt Seidel, as he's now called, kind of fucked them over. So, where is Matt Seidel now? He's uh, in Impact Wrestling, he's the current X Division champion. Oh. Well, good for him. Yeah. He, uh, Ricochet and Taguchi, they've got their new partner, which was actually uh, Dave Finley, the son of Fit Finley. Yeah. Did that trivia though? Yeah. Where's another theme song? What, Finley's? No, not Finley's. Uh, it's kind of forgotten now because he's part of the New Day. Uh, Kofi's. Kofi's Oh, yeah. Song. You know, I'll, I'll, good I'll, on Finley's, but it was a cool thing to bob along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just they got you pepped up for him, uh, uh, But yeah, Evan Warren, right, he, would, he could fly high, but he was known for get, get himself, trying to get himself a little bit too high. <laughs> We could fly high in so many fucking <laughs> Like me. And I'm so high in the air. Evan, you're not even on the ground. I know. Or you're not even off the ground. I know. No, is that right? Now, I know his original theme song wasn't the greatest, but in like 2016, before the pipe was going back together, he switched back to the more rock version of his theme song. Yeah. Which I think sits is is a lot better sounding. The the bridge theme
Friday. Speaking of people who, unfortunately, were better known for an entrance or a theme song more than anything else, because so rude. we're competent wrestlers, especially Edge and Christian, as we could, we'd see them going to be... Gangrel was competent yeah, as well. Yeah, so but they weren't known for their wrestling ability, so a lot of people when they talk about, oh, it's been the brood, and they, mentioned, they say, oh yeah, I remember their entrance. Yeah. It says unfortunate because even though it was a cool entrance, there was more, much more to them than that. There was, I mean, that, see that impaler DDT like yeah. Gangrel did? That was. I hope it's, I believe, is why, now, why Edge would go on to use it as well. Yeah. You know, Steve Blackman's team. I thought his was quite a good team as well. I think his was just mainly noise, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Well, good. That was good. Mm-hmm. Did you like Matt Hardy's version one? Yeah. Theme song. I love. That was launched in my. Yeah. I loved uh, version one in general. Just to be the facts. Yeah. Like I remember one thing he would always take shots at Jeff because he was a heel and on SmackDown Jeff was on Raw and Jeff felt shortly fired. Like he would take shots at Jeff like Matt is his father's favorite son, <laughs> or Matt always got more Christmas gifts than his brother. I just like one. Matt enjoys chocolate milkshakes. <laughs> or Matt. Matt strongly dislikes mustard. Yeah. Which I think Hardy's even admitted was one of his favourite. Yeah. He even referenced it in one of his broken uh, vignettes back in TNA. He was sitting at his family dinner, he's going to one of his servants. Bring me whatever. I do not have mustard. I strongly dislike mustard. <laughs> anyway, mind you, it was on May 19 and he beat uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I, I think the snap didn't fall on that. He came out because Jeff was on the card. He said Matt was the only Hardy at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> or at that show, he came out, Matt. Matt's comparing it his fourth WrestleMania. He wonders how they ever did WrestleMania without him. <laughs> you know, Jeff winning at Mania 33 with Matt was the first time he'd ever won at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Because he'd lost the two TLC match, the table and ladder matches. Mm-hmm. So he and Matt lost at uh, yeah, 18 in the four where he wasn't at 90, but Matt had won. So Matt had got a win. Mm-hmm. He was at uh, Mania. 23 in the ladder match didn't win. He lost to Matt at Mania 25 and was gone. And the first Mania came back was 33. And then he missed buddy 34 again during the injury. Yeah. So, yeah, Jeff didn't win a WrestleMania until WrestleMania 33. That's an insane Whereas Matt's Mania ones have been beating Ray, beating Jeff. Uh, I think only he got many ones. He's got that. He, him and Jeff won the tag titles and then he won this year's Andre Battle Royal. So, He's got four wins. Four WrestleMania wins. Four and all. Just slightly behind RVD. Oh no, he's not really four and all because RVD never lost, but Matt has lost mainly a multi-man match, like ladder matches or yeah. the... Uh, or well, yeah. Like Man in the Bank, shit like that. So what is... what is uh, Sorry to briefly go off track here. What is RVD's win-loss record at WrestleMania? I think he's like four wins or something like that. I think... That if you don't count the night heat things, because I think he and Kane lost us in the night heat match at May 19, like, was it Landstar and Regal or something like that? Ah, uh, uh, I believe it. Pre show match. Yeah. So it did not lose the WrestleMania match. Yeah. His most notable win, though, at WrestleMania was probably his money in the bank win mm. over, uh, uh, over everyone. Over everyone, yeah. I was going to say, this is what was the third person I realised I'd need to list everybody in the cut. That the one, Shelton, Ric Flair. Finley, Lashley, Matt Harder. Yeah. Oh, I can't name it. There you go. The one where Ric Flair got a suicide me because he was a 50. 50 old year old man who completely fucked his leg. Ended his battle with a suicide off a ladder because he shouldn't have been in a ladder match. Aye. Yeah. 
But you you could tell like like when the referee did the cross signal, yeah. like oh shit, old man's down. Yeah. Help He's him. fallen and he can't get up. He's fallen down. Oh no. Mm-hmm. That was lovely finding that tunnel. <laughs> yeah, I needed that. Shot at a hole. No, it's Kane's somebody who had a lot of theme songs, but I mentioned back in the Babylon review his Finger Eleven song. Yeah. It talked about enough nowadays. That was his by a country mile, his best one. Because then somewhere they changed it to just a weird shy like, instrumental one, and then they just added the weird. <laughs> when they gave him the mask back, like, I miss the old Finger Eleven song. Because I was always annoyed. For ages, I didn't know what the lyrics were until. For quite a while, because whenever I got, whenever I just got to the things when the lights were kicking, but then mm. then he'd do the thing and then the lyrics would stop. So it took me to a few years after we started using it to find out what the lyrics to the song actually were. <laughs> Did you ever, for chance, hear? Well, I don't know if this is an official version, but there was a version on a typo negative album. But it was, it's, said it was Kane's theme. And it was very epic, grandiose, gothic, evil sounding. I don't mind the pepper. I must, um, I'll, I'll let you hear it after the podcast. Yeah, I'll try and find it after. Because it is quite a, quite a song. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know the sort, it's very, it's, you can't describe it, you just have to let the person hear it kind of sort. Yeah, I okay. And the songs that not aren't talking about but are really good like sorry, I just remembered a scene you've got John Morrison poster. Uh, well he he had a cool one. It really see this character, especially with the slow mo entrance. He was just cool as shit like yeah. that, man. <laughs> Impact, but he's also wrestling Triple A where he's got multiple belts. I think pretty sure he's been a champion yeah. in uh, Lucha Underground, Johnny Mundo. And you've got you've got two camps for John Morrison. You've either got the ones that want him or the ones that want to be him. <laughs> and then you get that weird group who both want him and want to wear his skin. I am not. I am not that one. I just think he's kind of cool, and I want his jacket. I say that one. I mean, wear his skin. That really just that really escalated. Well, it's true. You do get people that are that fan obsessed, That's especially it. with someone of that kind of character. I got an autograph from John Morrison that was at a signing that we waited for quite a few hours outside of Comics and Brayhead. Was it cool? Yeah, we only spoke to him briefly, but to get the autograph for a few seconds, even though that the show that was on the other night we weren't actually going to, we just wanted to meet him. Yeah. But then later in November, we actually ended up going to a 
my first live event was back when they used to do it Brayhead before the Hydro was built. Yeah. Uh, he came out and uh, he was fighting Dolph Ziggler, who was the US champion, and Ziggler was running everybody down as he used to do. Yeah. And then Morrison came out, put on screen, and they went, listen, you dobber. <laughs> He's more amazing how the name Morrison is Scottish and and that he led to a Euro Dauber chant. Ah, <laughs> oh, because Scottish fans are just mental. Yeah, Joe Morrison was somebody who really had a. He should still be there winning titles, man. We had the potential, of, in my opinion, to be a world champ. Because he had. Just as much charisma as Michael's. I mean, they were, uh, I think he was one of the names bad of it back in 2016 when they were in it, talking about bringing former people back to fill the rosters that yeah. uh, never happened. I think it was probably just more so people fantasising about having them back more than him being back or actually yeah. being a thing. Yeah, people watching more for the hope with John Morrison. Okay. I've seen as that, right? I mentioned that he was back in a team with uh, Carl Hawkins originally, they were the Edgehead. Yeah. Kurt Ondwin, when, when, when they split off and Kurt Ondwin is when he unfortunately took the role as a more of a jobber really but he uh, he had a cracking thing seems like in the middle of it yeah it was a really cool you know, I'll, I'll play it again later but uh, so really uh, between mentioning certain songs he really just play a wee snippet just a wee snippet of the songs I should add that in between post you really should yeah just people so people get an idea of it but, uh, yeah, he had a really cool season. and then he came back, yeah, that they played in the background of some of the vignettes he's played for his return when he did the weird fact thing, which they never really capitalised on. I thought this could be a funny, like, lore card gimmick. But it wasn't. This guy hyping up, even he sell up with all these weird facts and then getting beat up, like, you can still have them lose. But make them interesting. And make them funny, at least, they were entertaining. And then midway through his vignettes, they started to suddenly change his theme song with the backing music, and then he came into that weird turn, weird... Stereotypical instrumental music, like, yeah. and, and I was just like, "What is this?" I probably cared more about it than most people did, but it's like I did not sign up for this music. Oh, where's his banger and really good entrance theme? I tell you about my reaction when I went to see SmackDown that taped in the in Glasgow. Yeah, Hawkins. My reaction to Hawkins actually winning a match on SmackDown. He won a match. Yeah, he got a quick. This is that did he got a surprise roll from Apollo Crews, and it's the same. I was not on the hard cam. I was on the other side on the floor, but. Because as soon as the secret, I stood up at my seat and went, yes! <laughs> yeah, I believe I've mentioned before, but I'm telling it again. My brother, I realised quickly, no one else in my section was standing yet. I was just standing there with my like, yes! You're like, yay, one of one. One of the lone Kurt Hawkins fans. <laughs> and my brother was a Kurt Hawkins fan, but he, even he looked at me and like, alright, settled in. <laughs> I tell you, man, I got overexcited. <laughs> Do you think Kurt won a man <laughs> Do you think there's ever going to be an angle where we could put him into the mid-card at some level? Yeah, Kurt. Kurt Hawkins, it says, like, he's gone this horribly long winning, losing streak, right? It was, it was kind of, the rumour was he was going to be Bronze partner, and this was going to be like, you'd, things would do it, Nicholas would just throw on the apron and not do anything, and he would just grab him, put him on the apron, like, just stand there while I do all the work, and Hawkins would kind of end his undefeated streak without really doing anything. Which would have been a lot better. No, because I think maybe we could get some way, like, to put Clark Hawkins in the IC title picture. And, like, he's been on this horrible losing streak. Uh-huh. 
and then all of a sudden he gets a match on what was he on Raw or SmackDown? He's on Raw. He gets a match on Raw, right? Against someone with a little clout. <laughs> Wins said match. Starts into a program with said person. Stranger things have happened, you know. Sorry, your point is that he's won a tag. People don't realise he's won a tag title. He's won an Intercontinental. He's won a US title. And he pointed out all he needs to do is even what probably won't happen. He has to win a. If he wins a WWE title, he has a grand. Uh, that rider grand won, Slam champ. That rider is one championship away from a Grand Slam. Yeah. People don't realise. I don't think Zack Ryder's ever going to win the big one. No, I don't think he will. But it's just a fun thing. Let's just assume that. Wouldn't you be happy guy, if you did? Yeah, a guy with such potential, a lot of people would be furious, but a guy with such potential, though, if he could somehow win the big one. I still he's had, to do, had to put a lot of work into it after everything that's happened to him over the last few years. Mm-hmm. To, to get him to that point? Yeah. Oh, I have to say... Mind you, they, hit, they made Jinder Mahal the champion for six months, so stranger things have happened. Yeah, now Jinder Mahal's set up from life now. Mm-hmm. A former champion that got a monster push. The only thing is, also, he's the 50th WWE champion and, like, 50th person, not as in 50th reign. Yeah. Probably reigns, but 50th, 50th person to have held the belt. So you go back, he's number 50. He's the one that's notable. Like, yeah. the, like I remember when the Miz thought we won the title, he was number 40, and everybody back then thought that was the worst thing to have in the title. No, it was not. So he's having this guy at number 50. Why was the Miz the worst thing that happened to the world title? Because a lot of people didn't like the Miz at that then. I liked him. So yeah, people didn't think Miz could deserve the title because a lot of people thought Mar- Morrison was the more deserving one of the two. And I went really rejected Miz. What? Yeah. I, I fucking I like <laughs> I've always liked the Miz. Yeah, man, but because now everybody likes because I listened to the twi- that twenty sixteen promo where he's. Yeah. Where were you when he was champion? Totally. I've always been in the Miz camp, you know what I mean? I've always liked the guy. He's a cracking theme song, isn't he? Oh, definitely. See, when they let that theme song play out a bit uh, longer, as much like some of the other ones where you let to play out a bit yeah. longer, like, God, is he like, awesome. Like I mentioned, Kane, his theme song would always, on the left side, it was usually when he got to the ring. So you never got to hear the full version, like, if you let them play out. They're so good. Yeah. It's like when you hear a full played version of Edge's theme. Yeah. You know, that's cool. Oh, and the, the on the three one, the on the three, uh, that one. Of course, he did have his old Rob Zombie one, I know. that's real cool. I'm pretty sure he came back to 2004 and shortly after he went back to the old, uh, one of his headway edge question that you think you know me theme, and then he eventually... At the end of that year, he'd switch to the one that he's now remembered most for. Mm. Rated R Superstar one. Yes. I remember the first few weeks he switched to that one, it was really hard for me to get behind. Like, this is weird, he's got lyrics in his theme song now, I don't get it. And then it's up to them, now I can't think of anything else. Mm. The minute you hear it, you're like, oh, this guy. You're like, oh, yes, this is Oh no, he's got little William. <laughs> oh no, he's got like he's got fucking. Oh, what's that? What a wee fat one. Hey, Guerrero. Oh. God, I hated that one. What do you think of like when they try to marriage people's entrance themes under? Because I quite like. There are people who aren't fans of it, but I quite like when they married his theme song with Randy Orton's one. The dun 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 dun. 
Hey. Ah, I suppose. What did you think of the merging of Kane and Xbox? I remember, if I, if I remember that. I do like when they merged Kane and Tiger when they did the, the build build and then they boom, keep rolling, rolling. Yeah. This is really, this is really just turning into a sing along with me because I keep having to sing parts of the seams. Ah. So many, so many theme songs that could have been on great wrestlers. Yeah. So many good ways wrestlers could have been. Like, you'll see if we'd have really ran with Raven's Flock. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, a uh, really glorious theme song, apparently, according to somebody, was uh, maybe for Nakamura. The Bobby Roode one was maybe for Nakamura. You think about... Oh, no. You got, even now, you look back like, no, this can't be... Yeah. That, that, how does, that doesn't even suit. I heard Nakamura's new tune, by the it's not bad. Yeah. It's, not, it's not quite got the same oomph as his last one. Yeah, but it's maybe like he's the heel, so he doesn't want you to sing along with it. Unless you speak Japanese, we took him once he did. I'm going to learn it just so we could sing on here. I, I found a link, uh, a video which has the lyrics in Japanese and below it has uh, in English. He's forgetting parts of it, but I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, the one I've originally watched where he was talking about kicking age in the ball was not the real version. <laughs> We just should have known it wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but... Yeah. I thought it was funny either way. I found some weed. And good for you. Yeah. It's good for me. Good for the soul. Good for the mind. Ugh. You've gone quiet, Scott. Okay. What's wrong with you? Huh? Huh? You good? Okay. Okay, cool. Just saying, I've got to go for a haircut after this, so... Oh, the naughty smell of weed. <laughs> oh, you won't smell of weed. I'll give you a spray of my right guard. Thanks. I won't be spraying it for you, well, I'm sure you can do that. You yeah, of course. Obviously. You know how you use a can of spray, don't you? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Not a child. <laughs> so, any more? Uh, also, there's so many theme songs, but any more to before we wrap up? Well, there is one, but it's not a WWE one. Mm-hmm. TNA one. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Hardy's TNA theme. Which one he said fucking millions. You know his, his, his most recent one he had when he was like charismatic enigma. It was one of his band songs. It was a Peroxy Y Gen song. So they, he kept he changed what he changed his you know, like he used once a year when he was there. So. They... You know, in TNA, I only ever seen him once as a crazy character, mm-hmm. as Willow. Uh-huh. Like, what, what, uh, what theme song? Can you give me a hint of what one you're talking about? Because I can't. Uh, beautiful creatures or something like that. No, I know the one. I can't remember what the name of the song is called, but I know the name. Beautiful creatures. The word beautiful creatures is in it. I can't remember. Uh-huh. Fucking thing. Similar creatures, I think. That's Similar the... creatures, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's a great theme song, and he always looked really cool coming out. Yeah. And despite what a lot of people say, I liked his custom TNA title. Which one, the purple one or the black one? The black one. The purple one he had. That was really cool, that title. There's a lot of people that say, oh god, custom titles, Jess was horrible. I had an article kind of, I kind of took the piss out of that, that belt where I had it number one as worst title designs. Oh no, it was so cool, man. I, I joked at the time, like, when I wrote it, like, given the time frame, given the stuff was shortly before, a couple months before the Victory Road incident, that when Jeff designed this belt, there was a high chance he was on something. 
a victory road incident. We shall never speak of it. Well, apparently they're showing the 2024 coming up about the Hardys, and apparently they feature they show footage of them in TNA and they include the they talk about the victory roads. Yeah, how did he look? Well, I, mean, I know. Tell from the minute he walked through that curtain. You see, heard to see the bit with saying where people chant that was bullshit, and as he's walking up, he turns around and goes, "Yeah, I agree." Yeah. His thing was pissed off at the oh, time. Oh God, he was pissed off, man. Did you see uh, Bischoff's uh, face as well? Because apparently whispered to his thing, for God, love of God, pin him quick. Well, I just uh, get this cunt pinned. Well, speaking of which, I haven't, well, it's probably dated, because Backlash will have happened by this point, even though I haven't seen it, but see, Jeff T's bringing back his old theme song from when he was a single star. I know the Hardy's one that he's using now, but... The one he used when he was on SmackDown, like, yeah, yeah, that no one. more words. Yeah. I actually quite like that song. Yeah, it was good. Because he, he put a thing on Instagram of his daughter holding up like one of his old action figures with that song playing in the background. The caption was a, a line from the song. Yeah. So essentially teasing, I'm going to bring that back. I keep saying, I even said to her, Monji, I bring back the old theme song. I hope he has. Although yeah. I, I, I know the results of Backlash. Yes, not Backdraft. I'm pretty sure that was a film. Yeah, yeah, I never saw it. it was. But anyway, you know what I know the results of Backlash? I have not seen the event, because last night, my phone decided of its own accord to put me to a network for the upcoming pay-per-view. Uh-huh. I watched some of the boring chit-chat on the pre-show. Yeah, you have to pro- I usually just skip around. Yeah, and then... I usually wait till like 10 minutes or 15 minutes into the pre-show, so yeah. I can it on so I can get through shit. I heard they were annou- I heard them announce there was going to be a Bailey match. Right, Bailey beat Ruby Riot. On the pre-show, so, and then I fell asleep. I, I was actually, I must have been more before they won that match, because there was a Bailey, there was a Sasha Ruby, Sasha Ruby Riot match on Raw. Yeah. I, that, that was a really good match. We like one, because she went to the next thing where she was running. Like goes right under the arm and then kicks him in the side of the face. Yeah, yeah. She did that, but she did it with Sasha while she was on the top and perched on the top, so she kicks her. And then there's the fall of Sasha falling off the top. That helped her get the win. Cool. He's been entitled this thing with Randy Ormel, so Shelton Benjamin's been hanging around. Yeah, yeah. Shelton's still, even though Chad Gale went back to the American Alpha theme song, he's, Gable's still using the theme song he and Benjamin. Yeah, sorry, he and Gable had yeah. nothing like, come on, Benjamin, go back to your old theme. That was, go back to the like, old style. Yeah, they ain't no stopping me. Yeah. That was a good film. Alright, we better at least go back to Team Angle or something. Because yeah. the current <laughs> team's always got sucked. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm singing along here. <laughs> well, I mean, you're starting to sound like Vic Reeves. <laughs> now sing a song in the club style. <laughs> Welcome to Shooting Stars. <laughs> Welcome, whoever you are. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Dear Team Angle, I remember when Charlie Hoss came back as a mystery opponent for Benjamin before they reformed the world's greatest tag team, which has possibly been gone for a year or so. Yeah. And he came out looking different. He was ripped. He had the beard. He had a bit of a beard on him. He came out to the old uh, world's greatest tag team theme song, and it cuts to Benjamin's face. It's like. <laughs> this wide-eyed jaw hanging doing like like what he's fucking back <laughs> and then they go back to him they, they had a really cool uh, ladder match at one night stand 2007 against the hardys in a ladder what? match no they didn't win the hardys one was oh. for the the, the tag titles that were on the rock so at that what, point you remind me when was this Haas benjamin match the match i just mentioned 
or the match that they had again. I think yeah. it was like 2000, maybe maybe 2006. I must, I must YouTube this. I think he may have a mystery opponent and then out came Charlie Haas. Yeah, I must YouTube this. Because mm-hmm. I remember Charlie Haas and Rico. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember that. How uncomfortable Charlie clearly is. <laughs> Oh god, Rico was fun. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he wasn't fun, but just Charlie constantly not being comfortable. Like Jackie loves hanging around yeah. Rico, but whereas he's just like, I cannot be involved with this. Like, they came up for an answer that drives me in 2004 with their own way. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jackie and Rico go out their own way. He's just like, no. Rico, oh. Rico, if I remember, was wearing a bright pink beige uh, vest. Really nice. Rico apparently used to be a cop in, yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Well, I mean, the funny thing also about that is when Charlie teases going on and then doesn't, uh, Taz and Michael Cole go to on commentary, chatting on, come on, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> Trying to encourage him, I'm like, ah. Taz and Michael Cole were really good together. Oh, they were both awful. I like Taz and Michael Cole. No one likes Michael Cole. Not even Michael Cole likes Michael Cole. Michael Cole gets a lot of shit. I mean, he's not the greatest commentator. But he's not as bad as everyone likes. When he's not being forced to get th- these stupidly scripted lines like, oh, here comes the big dog, or it's boss time. Maybe, maybe... St- I, actually, I actually wanted to actually get out of Smackdown just so I didn't have to hear boss time again. Maybe it's because he's still traumatised by the abuse he got from DX. Or he's still recovering from these attacks by Heidenreich. Heidenreich attacked him? No, there's just, there just a really uncomfortable backstage between him and Heidenreich where... I was reason why to get into it, but I'm assuming he's still traumatised. Was this a filmed? Yes. Oh, Christ. I don't even want to get to it. Don't even look it up. Just, It's just weird. You know I'm gonna. Please don't. For, for your own sake. You know I'm gonna. Please don't. Because then you'll blame me for you looking up, looking up and that, even though I tell you not to. I won't blame you. I'll just like... It's like me saying, don't climb up there. You'll fall off and get hurt. And you do. And you fall off and you moan at me. Why did you do that? I told you not to climb where. Mm. Mm. Oh, well, an added thing for the before we get to the end. I have been watching a lot of a uh, YouTuber recently, and I I can only guess that his videos I'm watching are old. I don't know if he's doing current ones, but it's a competitive speed eater called Randy Santel. Very cool dude. He had a challenge the other day. It was like some massive fuck off breakfast burrito thing. And some people, it says that the record for this thing was like 20 something minutes. But he had like an hour to finish it. He sank this thing in 10 minutes. You know? And he was like going, going, going. And he he doesn't sit on a chair when he's doing challenges. He sort of kneels in front of the table. I don't know if that is to assist consumption or some such, I would guess. But very cool. People should check him out. You should check him out. Oh, there's, there's way too many themes on the move. Well, I don't know if it's, I should talk about anymore because then we'll, who knows what kind of tangents we'll go off into next. I've already, I've already got other places to be. I need to go get a haircut because I've got my hair slightly combed today, but when I let it fall like down, I look like somebody who listens to my chemical fucking romance. You don't want to emo yourself. No, I don't. I need to get this. I prefer it short. I'm not. Some people aren't suited to having long hair. You're, you're suited to having long hair. I'm more. A short hair person. That's, and how? It's just the that's just the way of it. And how? Yes, my hair is phenomenal. So people should know this. I was wondering if people have hair as long as you. Uh, did you know when it's breaking, you get it cut? Do you know 
Because I always know there's a certain length at the back of my head where I feel like, oh, it's getting a bit, oh, I need to get this, but that's how I can tell. It's... Bra- Brian was bringing this very simple girl with me the other day. And see, my, my assumption, my belief is, it, it has become too long when I sit on it. <laughs> that's when it comes too long. Yes, if I sit on it and cause myself worried, what worse? Which I used, which I have done in the past. It's never good when you've been sitting on the bus and you go to stand up off the bus and you realise you're sitting on your hair. That's not good. Mm. I did that once. Ouch. My hair is slowly but surely getting to that length again. Yeah, I get, I go get it cut soon. Now. But you see, I, I have the, I have the. Long-haired worry. The long-haired I, I, I don't want to hurt it. And cut it. <laughs> it would make me sad. Good lord. I love the hair, man. Anyway. Working that up. It, you just don't get it, man. I'm going to wrap this up for our own sake and say, follow us on Twitter at SPVamily. You can get me on Twitter at ScotMcLeod996. Like the podcast, visit the page, visit up. Facebook.com forward slash rambling podcast. We are so sorry about the, the, what? the erraticness of the show today. Obviously, people know what you expect that by now. But, uh, yeah, get us on Anchor, on uh, and get us, get us on Apple Podcasts. And you go to Anchor, you can go into a number of uh, platforms, which I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, shoot, there's another one. There's plenty of other <laughs> Pocket Cast, I believe, is another platform that via Anchor you can take you can guess and a number of different other platforms. Hopefully, we will soon be on Spotify. The next time we do a Scott, we'll have these things wrote down. I don't have them down on a bit of paper, I'll send them off. Where are I'll just I'll hold the list in front of your face like an auto cue. That one, that one, there's another one. There we go. Go fuck yourself. Sorry, anything you put in the prompter, I will read. Yeah, I command you up there for you. <laughs> yeah, please do follow us on social media and please tune in. Be sure to tune in next week when we have the one and only Finn Martin on the show as our very first guest. Ooh. Now, well, we've had people on before as kind of co hosts, more so like Craig and I. He's more of a co host, not rather than an interviewee. Yeah. yeah. So I clear that up. But uh, out of all these themes on we've been talking about today, which one should be used to play us out? What song should we use to play us out? Aye, which I'm thinking of one of the songs we've, many songs we've been talking about. I believe we should use Raven's End of Everything theme. Okay. Yeah. Tune in next week and we'll be joined when I'll have my interview with Finn Martin. Until then, here's Raven's End of Everything. Just come
Hit me well, they're by my side as I know.